1: Welcome back to Bay Takes Podcast. My name is Mikey.
0: And I'm Gus. And today we're going to talk about how much some of the upcoming free agents or possibly restricted, unrestricted player option type of guys, free agents in the NBA uh, should be paid, will get paid, what teams sh- might or might not do, and what they should do possibly. It should be a very interesting episode. We know that the playoffs are not over yet, but for a lot of teams, in fact 27 out of the 30 as uh as this episode is being recorded they are already looking to the off season to next season because their seasons are over so this is for the majority of nba fans should be uh an impactful video
1: and especially because a lot of these guys had really really amazing or really really terrible playoffs so we're gonna see how that affected uh how much money we think they're gonna make and what team they what teams they go to so you want to kick it off Gus?
0: Yeah, so the first guy we wanted to talk about is James Harden. Now, he has a player option for $47.4 million. That's a lot of money. I think he'll accept the player option. I think he will pick it up, and I think that he will stay in Philly. He had a decent amount of success there, but he had his highs and lows, and we know he's been an iffy playoff performer for a lot of his career, and we saw some of that. Now, I have been a guy who's very low on hard, and I still am low on him. I really do think that he has reached the downslope of his career. He's not going to get better from here, and I think he's just going to get worse. He might have one more season where he's, like, plateauing, but he's not getting any better from here. There's just—his body is not good anymore. He's out of shape. He's, you know, injury-prone with his hamstring. Uh, He's a defensive liability, as he has been for the majority of his career, but now even more so because he's just not quick enough to stay with anybody. Uh... And, you know, I mean, he's going to he might average 10 assists a game and, like, 20 points, but the question is, like, is he helping you win? And I think no. However, I looked into a few advanced stats, Mikey, and, uh, the, I mean, the Sixers are considerably better offensively when he is on the floor. 12.1 points per 100 possessions better when he is on the floor in the regular season. Now, if we're just talking about strictly getting to the playoffs, I think the Sixers can be a pretty decent seed next year, and we're going to have the same conversation. Can Harden hold up in the playoffs? And the answer will probably be no. But if he stays there, I mean, look, you're paying him a ton of money with his player option, but he makes your offense a lot better. They shoot better from three. They shoot better inside. Their mid-ranges are iffy, but they turn the ball over less. They get more rebounds. I mean, he has a very, very big impact positively on their offense when he plays. But... I mean, when Embiid's not there, he just can't create. He was a 33 or 34% three-point shooter, depending on uh, which where he was in Brooklyn or uh, in Philly. 33% for the entire season, and he was 41% from the field. I just don't see where this you know dynamic scorer that he was in Houston is going to come from now. He just doesn't have the athleticism anymore.
1: Well, I don't think he needs to be that guy that can take over. I think that with this 76ers squad... They have other options with Maxi becoming, I don't know if we're going to say a star, but I feel like he could be a star next year. He definitely showed the potential to be one of these next guys with like pool, hero, etc. that broke out this year. And I think that he doesn't need to be this guy that's going to give you 30 or 40 a game, right? Like he doesn't need to be Rockets Harden anymore. He just developed into a different player. And yeah, sure, maybe that's because of his athleticism. But how much worse can it get, right? Like if he has a good offseason, he loses a few pounds and he works on his shot a little bit more so he's not as inefficient. I feel like he can still re- be very, very, very impactful for this team. And yeah, sure, he's probably going to average 20 and 10 next year. And the Sixers are probably going to end up being the two seed or three seed. But I don't think he needs to be that guy that has that has to take over games because they have Embiid, they have Maxi, they have other guys they can rely on. And then the other question is like, well, what's the what what's the other option, right? So they don't sign Harden, and then who do, like like let's say he accepts his player option, then the year after like who else can they get that's going to do something that impacts their team in a better way than having James Harden on their squad? I don't think there's a I think Harden is their best case scenario, and I think that allows them to be the peak of what the 76ers squad is looking like right now. So, I think he's worth it, and sure, maybe his abilities in of itself is not worth $40 million or however much money he's going to be getting paid. But I do think he is very important. I do think for this roster, I think he's probably worth it for a, a few more years.
0: I'm just so torn on him because I think he makes them better in every offensive facet when he's there. I mean, in t- according to some advanced stats, he made their team approximately 32 wins better over the course of a full season. 32 wins. That's the difference between, like, a lottery team and the best team of all time. Well, not true. But, like, you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, 40 yeah. wins to the to the Warriors in 73-9. and nine. Like, we're talking about a crazy differential. Well, now that was a smaller sample size, less than 800 minutes. But their offense was clearly better when he was there. But I just don't think... I don't think he's getting better from here. So you're paying for a guy who's going to be getting worse. And your defense is just, like, you have Matisse Thibault, but whoa, you have MB, whoa. but I, I just don't, okay, my question is, with his efficiency, if it continues to decline, we're talking about forty-one thirty-three splits, if he is not shooting well enough from, and I mean, like, he was what, like, forty-five thirty-six in his, like, peak years in Houston, but we're talking about, he's not even taking that many shots anymore. And, like, in a playoff series, we have the conversation, Harden will probably have a good regular season next year, look good, maybe make an all-star team, like probably make an all-star team. Um, And, and you know, we're going to be like, oh, you know, but wait till the playoffs. In the playoffs, do you believe that he can be a number two guy Uh, on a team that can win a title?
1: Yes. And the reason is I don't think your logic holds up because I think it's his athleticism that's going to decline. His shot making cannot go that much lower than it already has right? If he keeps shooting like this, he's, that's just terrible. Like he's, He wouldn't be worth it if he was shooting like this for the rest of his career, right? But it's his athleticism that's going to go down, but I don't think his shot like efficiency is going to go down very much for the rest of his career. I think his overall playmaking abilities um, are going to go down, and he'll probably end up shooting less, but his efficiencies I don't think are going to go down, right? And I still think second best player on a championship roster... It's tough. I don't think this 76ers can win a championship, and I know that's like reverting a lot of what I was saying, like to my that I thought they were the best team in the league. But I don't think they can win a championship anymore. I think it's closed. Like, do you really think there's a way that they can beat Giannis or be no, beat no, Keteman no? I don't think like they. That? I
0: don't think they can beat. If we're talking about this season, I don't think they could have beaten the Celtics, and I don't think they could have beaten the Bucks, even with even,
1: even at like peak playing. I don't yeah, think they. Can yeah, beat no.
0: Yeah, they. They just. Uh, they don't have the guys. They don't have the guys, and they don't have, uh, you know, Embiid. Besides Embiid, like, you know, Tatum has the best roster around him of these guys, and Giannis is, well, Giannis, and also... I think that roster is pretty deep as well. No, no, very good roster. Bobby Portis, Pat Connaughton, Wesley Matthews, like, you got a bunch of guys who do stuff. I feel like... The difference between teams like the Sixers and teams like the Celtics and Bucks is that, like, you look at the eighth guy, and that's, like, a good player. Like, I have a lot of good things to say about, you know, Grant Williams or Derek White or, like, the, the guys coming off the bench for the Celtics. Uh, I, I just, like, Danny Green, I guess he probably starts, but I just, they're just, I don't, you know, Paul Reed. Like, there's some decent players, but I just don't see where, like, these, like, quality role players are coming from if you are the Sixers, and you need to get them, and you're going to have to overpay in free agency. And if you overpay in free agency, how are you going to retain Harden?
1: So do you it's think just, that they, they, do you think that they sh- if they had the option, if Harden is like, hey, I'm kind of iffy, I don't know if I want to stay here, you think the 76ers shouldn't pursue him, and they should use that 40-whatever-million dollars somewhere else?
0: I think Harden's probably the best option that they're going to be given. I don't think Levine's going to go there. And with Levine out the window... You need a guy who can create on ball, and I think that Harden's the best guy. And I think that they're gonna go with Harden, and I think they're gonna run it back. And I don't know what's gonna happen. Maybe he come, he totally proves me wrong. But there was nothing this season that showed me that there is a better option than Harden. And there's also like in this current quite weak free agent class. And there's also nothing that showed me that re-signing Harden for 45 million is like an efficient and effective contract. I do not believe that it is a smart contract. But you're put in a position where, okay, Embiid, you don't get that many healthy seasons out of him. Hopefully, I hope for the sake of the NBA, and for him, and for that team that he can stay healthy more often. But we're talking about well, a guy they just who-
1: reduce the number of games in a season to whatever they were thinking about because it's not like any other players playing all games anyways, right? Like. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of these, all, all the best players in the league are sitting out 10 games, right? So I don't know, but NBA is considering it. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but let's just move on to the next player. Um, because I think that, you know, the 76ers are just, I, I don't think their championship window is looking too strong right now. So, um, what do you think about another guy in the playoffs? Jalen Brunson, who has been playing out of his mind, probably playing at his peak level of his career. Um, and he's definitely going to get a bag of something that he was not expecting at the beginning of the season. Um where do you think he's going to go? How much do you think he's going to get
0: paid? Um I mean Brunson in the playoffs, especially without Luka, showed that he can really score the ball with I mean he, he, you saw what happened. He was great I, against the Warriors, he was he was good. I just like I don't I don't think that there's that much that you can say negatively about his performance this postseason. He's a bit of an older guy to be coming out of his rookie contract. He's 25 already, right? A lot of these other guys are 23, 22, 24. Um, But I think he'll stay in Dallas. I think that's the right place for him. He'd be a guy that the Sixers would honestly really benefit having. An on-ball creator. He can get his own shot. He can playmaker. He's not Harden's level of playmaker, but he scores it more efficiently right now than Harden does. Um, and he just has, like, an unbelievable amount of moves and, a like, like different finishes, basically inside of 18 feet. He has sort of, like, an old-school game in that sense. He doesn't shoot a lot of threes. He's a good three-point shooter, but his game is really, like... He gets matched up with Kavon Looney, and he's just gonna score mid-range every time. Like, he's just too crafty. Um, I think if you're any team, you have to pay him at least $20 million. The way he has played in this postseason, um...
1: And with the bad free agency class as well, right? We talked about this earlier. All of these guys are going to be, be getting paid more than they actually deserve.
0: And I think Brunson has proven in this postseason that he's probably worth, you know, 18 to $22 million. But there's a—I bet you if, if you know, he basically says, like, okay, Mavericks, you just came up short, and now you're going to lose your second-best player who's 25? Like, no, they're going to re-sign him, and they're going to pay him 25 mil. They're going to pay him yeah. 25 mil a year. You have yeah. to. Yeah. And— like we said, it's like, who else? Who are the other options? So, whoever's signing Brunson is going to have to probably overpay. But he's a good player. He's probably still on the come-up. He's entering his prime right now. And I think he can average, like, 18 and, like, 7. 18 and 6. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if they give him more like, touches, well,
1: well, you have to remember that... It's Luca controlling the offense. It's going to be hard for two guys to average seven assists. I mean, right but
0: when... Okay, but here's the thing, right? Uh, how
1: often does that happen where two guys... Know, maybe average 18 and,
0: currently? like, six. 18 and six, 18 and five. But his scoring is, is quite good, and I think that uh, he, there would be a big market for him, but I think he'll just stand out. I mean, why can't, he
1: 20, why can't he average 22, like he did in the playoffs this year, right? I mean, I, all, of his, all of his efficiencies slightly went down, and that's obviously...
0: That's literally what happens, happens when you team take team more shots. That's yeah, so. exactly.
1: But, I mean... Why can't he just do this next year? I mean, it's not uh, like it's not that crazy that he's doing it. It's not like we're he, we're saying like oh he's playing out of his mind, right? He's it just looks like Jalen Brunson. It's just this is what he is now, right? Maybe I he is. Agree. A- I
0: think he will. I think he has a very good shot to average twenty points a game next year. Uh, right, it will depend where he time. ends up. Um, I mean, I think we can talk about uh, just one more really polarizing player, and that's Kyrie Irving. Look, I think he'll probably pick up the player option and stay in Brooklyn. He have, He and Durant have both made it clear that they want to stay together. I don't know why Durant wants to stay with him, but Durant's weird too, dude. Durant literally like tweets like he's like some random guy from like Idaho. It's it's just <laughs> these guys are weird. Um, but what I will say is Irving is one of the most talented basketball players, one of the most skillful basketball players in terms of handling and finishing and shooting that we've ever seen. He's one of the most complete offensive guards that we have ever seen in terms of scoring the ball. Like, there are not that many guys that I have watched that are, like, harder to guard than Kyrie Irving is. But just, like, if if he declines a player option, or, I mean, if he hits the open market, if he becomes an unrestricted free agent, he's probably going to get the max from somebody. But I just don't see how you can pay a guy who plays 30 games a year a max.
1: Well, I don't think... I think a lot of the COVID restrictions are going to be lifted, right? By the time of next season. I don't think yeah, he's but
0: going to be 30 well, days. no, I mean, I think he'll play more, but health has been a concern for him for three years. In three years with the Nets, he's played like around 100, 110 games. He's played 22 of his last 43 available postseason games, just over 50 percent. You're talking about a guy who's played half the playoff games, and that's including being there for all of them this year half the playoff games, and an average of, like, 35 games a regular season? Like, I can't give a guy a max who's has that track record.
1: Okay, so let's say he gets the most amount of games that he's had. So he had 50, he played 54 games in the 2020 to the 2021 season, right? Let's say he gives you 54 games, right? So that's pretty bad, but it's not horrendous. Well,
0: we're also talking about that was a—I think that season was only 62 games, 72 games.
1: Sure. Was, okay. Was so it okay, well, so was what, shortened. But he just, gives you
0: 65 games. That's a success of a regular season.
1: How much does he deserve? I think he deserves a max. I feel like he, he was scoring like 50 points a game twice a week at one point. And.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll, I agree. We'll, 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 I agree that he would deserve a max if he does that. But what are the chances that some off the court thing doesn't come up and he, like, leaves because of his mental know, health? He took like a mental that? health break. And we know. Who can, know give,
1: who can give him the money? Who can give him the money?
0: He's. Uh, the Nets are going to re-sign him. If he if he declines player option, yeah, he's going back to Brooklyn on a Big max contract.
1: There's no—because what—a bad team isn't going to sign him. Unless, like, let's say, like, the Hornets get rid of their two terrible contracts with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward.
0: Oh, so Terry's contract is tor- terrible now. Okay, we have to have a con- that conversation another day. They're just
1: Gordon- paid a lot, right? Like, let's say they get rid of those contracts. they
0: like, 50-something million combined.
1: Yeah. Right? I mean, maybe them, but, like, they have Lomelo, right? They don't want another point guard. I don't know. But it doesn't really seem like a small market team would really want to have Kyrie Irving with a lot of drama, you know?
0: In a I way, like they might because it's, like. it gets them in, like, the spotlight more. But I don't know if you want – Kyrie's just really polarizing. There will be a market for him if he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Someone's going to sign him to a max, probably. My point is that his track record has not shown me – that he will end up being worth that contract. Now, will he get it? I I bet you he will get the max. Like we said.
1: The moral of the story, everybody's going to get the max. Everybody's going to get the most amount of money that they deserve.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, like...
1: or that they uh, don't deserve.
0: (laughs) Kyrie, and I think we're forgetting, he had his mental health stuff, which I totally understand, like... Well, I can't really fully understand it, but... NBA players are people too. If you have mental health problems, that's a like a serious issue and you should like get get help that. And if you need to take games off, that's fine. My point is that he has shown at multiple, multiple times in the past three seasons while he's been with the Nets, that he is not reliable to be on the court when you need him the most. And also, in like the last three playoff games, he was not good. He was well, neither, not
1: good. Well neither was Durant, though. With the best Durant, had a,
0: I mean, Durant was still averaging like twenty eight.
1: Yeah, but amazing scorers are going to keep scoring.
0: My point example, is that,
1: Example A, Luka Doncic. It is bad not, day. This, is, this thing is
0: not... It's not Durant and Kyrie. It's Durant and Kyrie. Let's just make this very... But they're
1: serious. on the same series. They're playing against the best... One of the best defensive teams of all time.
0: My point is that I think he... If he plays average 25 a game on great efficiency and he will look really good, can you count on him to be on the floor and be himself when you need it most? And probably I'm not, sure. not. <laughs> okay and that's why i don't i don't want to give him a max but he will get a max and there are plenty of justifications because if you talk about if, if everyone played 82 games and was always healthy and like i mean kyrie irving is going to be one of the highest paid players in the league you, there's there's no doubt about it and one of the most desired players because he is so talented
1: so does deandre ayton deserve a max because if everyone's getting maxes out here he's on that border Because I feel like he probably could be that like stat pad uh, Andre Drummond season. Remember when he was going crazy? Every single game was like a 25-point double-double, right? I mean, I feel like he could do that for a bad team. But no good team is going to pay him a lot of money. So where is he going to go? How much does he deserve?
0: I feel like Aiton gets a little more hate than he deserves. I don't think he is in that, like... So we're talking about... There's like a god tier of centers, right? We got Embiid and Jokic. And then after that, there's like Towns, Bam. Maybe Gobert couldn't sneak in there. I really think Gobert's defensive ability makes him amazing. But he's probably slightly below that tier.
1: No, no, no. He's in that second tier.
0: I mean, okay. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. I don't have an issue with that. But Aiden is below those guys. And he probably will still get north of $30 million a year. Um... So he's restricted, right? I don't know if the Suns are gonna say they're okay. How many centers in the league are better than DeAndre Ayton, just as a basketball player? Like we're talking about
1: those five that we just listed. Yeah, and then who's after that? Like I, the next tier is like what? Like Clint Capella and like Valanciunas, Stephen Adams. Is that the tier that we're putting? He's like like the top of that tier. Is that what we're saying?
0: I mean, yeah. I think he's above that tier. How
1: much better is DeAndre Ayton than Steven Adams? Actually. Is he that much better than Steven Adams? Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. With
1: the money that he's... Okay, okay, let's frame it as like an NBA executive then. Is he $20 million better than Steven Adams? I say hell no.
0: I'm fine with that take. I'm fine with that take. I mean, like, we're looking at... Okay, we have those five guys we mentioned. And we have... I mean... We have Jonas Valanciunas. I think Aiton is, is in that tier. He might be a little better than Valanciunas is. And he's 25, too. Uh, like, Vucevic. I think he's better than Vucevic is.
1: Uh, I think they're on a similar tier, though. I think, yeah.
0: No, because... I- no, 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 no. Aiton's more versatile, and like his finishing around the rim is actually quite good. But... He's not in, like, the Mo Bamba tier. Like, he's way above that. He's just a weird player to talk about. Let's just think about this, right? He's a restricted free agent. The who? I don't know. Like, what's a team that really needs, like, a big man that's not the Warrior? Like, the Hornets.
1: The Hornets. The Warriors don't need a big man. No, no, no. no.
0: I don't think they do. But a lot of people say, like, they need to get a center. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I I
1: don't think so anymore now. That's a separate topic.
0: My point is that, let's say the Hornets, they definitely need a center. I know yeah. Harold's like solid, but yeah. they need a center. They go out and say, all right, DeAndre, we're paying you $33 million a year. We're giving, we're giving you four years, $132 million, right?" Ouch. And No, let's say four years, $140 million. Four years, $140 million. If you're the Suns, can you match that contract? No, and they're like, not going are to. Are you going to? No,
1: I, I don't think there's a single shot that the Suns signed DeAndre Aiden unless he's getting paid... Twenty million dollars.
0: But, but the because thing, if you're the Suns, is like
1: you your, saw, your you,
0: title window's gone if you don't have Aiden. Like, how are you winning a title without Aiden? How there's are you a lot. Of,
1: a there's a lot of centers on the open market. This
0: Paul time. is not going to get better. Booker is entering like he's he's in his prime right now. But I mean, Kel like ar- Bridges ar- is not
1: is, Aiden arguing with Monty Williams at the end of the game, right? They it's he's done. They're
0: gone. I'm not saying. That he's going to stay. I'm saying if you're the Suns, like, you're throwing away your only chance at a title. And I'm not saying Aiden is the key to them winning a title. I'm saying if they don't have Aiden, oh, are they really a title contender?
1: Harrell is also a free agent as well. So the the Hornets really don't have a center.
0: I think the Hornets will offer Aiden a big, big time contract. I think they will. I think he, he would work well with LaMelo. He's pretty versatile defensively, but like, he just Jesus sort of knows out. Matters. He, he shoots out of him. games, and he doesn't shoot threes. And so that makes yeah. him, like yeah. – and I don't think he's the, an elite rim protector, like Gobert or Bam. You no,
1: know, 10 years ago, this guy is one of the best players in the league, right? Yeah, but now dominant.
0: he's just – the league has changed. I don't think – I think when the Suns drafted him, it was right before the real yeah. big, huge shift. Or it's, like, right in the middle of that where, like, okay, if you have a center who can average, like, 20 and 10, like, oh, yeah, you're, you're taking over the league. But it's much like Roy Hibbert's getting drafted. And then all of a sudden, people are like, wait a minute. If we just pack the paint and, like, j- he, just, he just can't shoot threes. They can't space the floor. And well, and the other like, thing is,
1: too, right? Like, we've never seen DeAndre Ayton be able to take over a game, right? Because he hasn't had the opportunity. He hasn't had the I, opportunity, though, that's right?
0: That's true. I mean, but I don't, think, I don't think a team will sign him to be the one option on their team. I don't.
1: Uh. He's not a two option, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, on
1: a amazing. championship contending team.
0: Are the Hornets going to win the title with any addition to their roster? They're not winning the title. The Hornets are not a title contender, even if they get Aiton. They're building. But if you have a chance to sign a guy who was the former number one overall pick and has averaged uh, 14 points and 10 rebounds at least every season of his career on good efficiency and is pretty versatile defensively and yeah. is 25 <laughs> years old, you got to you gotta sign him.
1: For a max, that's ruining your future. That's ruining your... Not a
0: max, not a max, not a max. Like 30, like 30. And I don't want to pay him 30 because I believe that if it's not one of those top two guys, I don't want to give him a max. And if it's not one of those top five guys, I refuse to give him a max.
1: But in this free agent market...
0: He will, he'll probably get north of 30 mil. I just, like we said, everyone's gonna get a bag because they're just, teams are like, they get desperate.
1: Shout out Gee. DeAndre Ayton for being drafted the year that he was, because he's gonna get a lot of money that he does not deserve. He is gonna be fleecing a team. It's gonna be highway robbery. He's gonna average twenty and ten on a team that's gonna win less than five hundred or be at less than five hundred next year. That's what's gonna happen.
0: That's right, my let's let's go through and uh, overview just like the lo- three or three quick players that are in similar. Tears because of they're coming off their rookie contracts. They're all restricted free agents. And Simons of the Portland Trail Blazers, we have Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets, and we have Colin Sexton of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hmm. If you're ah. paying Simons, what are you paying Simons? Like, just give me a give me a figure right now. What are you paying Simons?
1: He was so amazing when he was by himself as the first option last year. I think he's just as good as Jalen Brunson. So I I think you pay him a similar amount as Jalen Brunson, if not better, because. And Fernie Simons was legit throwing up 30 a game when he was the first option on their team. He has the capabilities to be a 25-point-per-game scorer on a bad team. And if not, he has the ability of being a Jalen Brunson and whatever Jalen Brunson's potential is. I think he's just as good. And so He's younger. He's younger. So I, think, I think if you pay Jalen Brunson upwards of 25000000 $25 is a little bit much because he hasn't really proven that much. But I think, I, I I think, think he's gonna get, get like twenty. 20. I, think I think he'll get 20,
0: twenty, eighteen yeah. to twenty. I think it's oh, yeah. a sweet spot for him. I think he's younger than Brunson. He probably has a little more potential, uh, even though he's probably not as good a playmaker. He's just a shot maker. He can score the ball. Uh and I also think if you're Portland, like no one goes into free agency thinking, oh maybe I want to go to Portland. Like, uh like no, no, no one does. No one, I never heard Portland talked about as a free agent destination, ever. And I don't think they will for a while. No offense to the people of Portland. I'm sure it's a very nice town. Um, But it's just like, if you're the Portland Trailblazers and you draft a guy who's been playing well, you gotta, you gotta overpay him to keep him and they're going to overpay him and they're going to keep him. I think that's how it's going to work. Do they overpay
1: overpay Nurkic too? Uh,
0: Nurkic is sort of different because he's like, you know, probably past his peak or like at his peak. But they probably will resign Nurkic because who else are they gonna get? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, DeAndre Aiden is not going to agree to go to Portland. He's just not. He's not going to Portland. If you're Aiden, like I'd like to go to the Hornets. I think we're talking about like a team that's.
1: Oh wait 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 wait! i much more Portland than Arizona.
0: Within <laughs> Arizona, you have Devin Booker and Chris Paul, so. And okay, but
1: you Simons and Damian Lillard. Bro, okay,
0: that's... No, I refuse to have this conversation with you. <laughs> okay, let's uh, talk about...
1: I think another guy who's really interesting is Sexton because he was averaging 25 points per game on bad efficiency and then he had a season-ending injury, right? like not
0: terrible. Hold up. So, the thing about Sexton is his percentages don't look bad, but his true shooting isn't great because I don't think he gets to the line that much and the percentage... Like, his splits are like 46-37, but, which are, which is very good, except for the fact that, like, the percentage of shots that he takes from different spots makes his efficiency go down. Because even though, he, like, he's taking more two-pointers and shooting a slightly lower percentage on them, like, then would be as efficient as shooting the same percentage from three. You get what I'm saying. His shot selection and the fact he doesn't get to the line that much uh, hurts his efficiency. But he's a he, very gifted scorer. And could
1: randomly throw up 50 against the Nets. And single-handedly, beat at the time we thought the best team we've seen in like five or six years since like or since like the kevin durant warriors that team was so good and he single-handedly beat them in what what was it like double overtime yeah yeah he had the capabilities of being a first option second option i think off of off of a what was it torn acl yeah,
0: sure. um, I, I think he'll, again, I think he's going to return to Cleveland, and I think they give him, like, a prove-it deal. Like, one year, 12 mil, or, like, two years, 20 12
1: mil. million! Oh, no, my no, gosh. No. How much better is Anthony Simons and Jalen Brunson than Sexton?
0: Maybe, like, two years, 30 mil. He's my point is, already. he's coming off a torn ACL. I think he's better, but he's coming off a torn ACL.
1: But, Kevin Durant... No, you can't proved. give him
0: more than two years, 40. You can't. You can't pay him more than no, no, million. no.
1: That's true. That's true. But I think a one-year twenty million dollar deal is good.
0: Twenty? No, the Cavs are not paying him twenty. I just do not think they will pay him twenty million.
1: I don't know, man. They have the money because they don't have to pay Ricky Rubio anymore.
0: I think they give him like one year fourteen mil, and I or like two years, like 14 million off of technically
1: the last time he was playing well in the beginning of the year too.
0: I guess I think it depends how they view his recovery, um, is really the. True.
1: That is true. We, have we no don't idea. know that.
0: So we really can't yeah. speculate that. The last guy is Miles Bridges. Bridges! I think, I think he'll get 20 mil,
1: maybe more. We love 20 mil.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like,
1: 20 mil is in the air right now. If you're the Hornets, can you really let Bridges walk? No. He played way too well. He was literally a most improved player candidate for the first half of the year last year. And he was electric. He was
2: He's like 20 He six. was like
1: social media. Him and LaMelo were carrying their social media, right?
0: 20, 21, 7, and 3. That's like what you're going to get. Okay. I'll give him 20 mil. Yeah. Give him 20 mil.
1: Is he going to defense? I haven't watched no him
0: uh, I mean, he's got the athleticism, but I don't think he's like necessarily a plus defender at this point in his career. I mean, the Hornets defense is atrocious, so yeah. it has to be yeah. coming from somewhere. Yeah. Um, He's got the profile though, you know, I mean, okay, so let's say, for, but I let's
1: think say the Hornets resign. him and they, they keep the squad as it was last year. And let's say they, they get like a decent center, that like that, like, you know, you sign them for $10 million and they do what you ask them to, right? They, they can't take like over. A Stephen
0: Adams, Like a Steven Adams.
1: A little bit less than it. Let's say they get a little bit less of it. Let's say they get like Mo a
0: Mobamba, Mobamba, sure. Mobamba, Mobamba, or Mobamba. Ba- Mo has the potential, though. He has the potential. Uh, so, anyways,
1: true. let's say that they, they score like 15 points and they give you like eight rebounds. Little-
0: so. Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl. perfect guy for that. Jak- sure, Pertl. Purtle, Pertl. Yeah. Sure. Can they
1: get into like above a play-in team?
0: Lamelo has to. Look, John Morant had a similar thing where, like, great rookie year. His second year was good, but he didn't take a crazy leap. If Lamelo can take a third-year jump, and he can average 25-9, and nine, then, then yeah, they can be...
1: What is that? What's his jump, though? Like, so his playmaking ability is, like, top-tier best in the league right now, right? So it's like...
0: He's got a, it. Well, the thing is... is his defense, his defense,
1: defense has gotten is. way better. His defense has gotten way better.
0: No, no, I think... No, I mean he just got to become a better he has got to score more basically and his his numbers oh. just have to be better I think. Um with LaMelo like when you say playmaking top of the league I think with a guy like Harden he's been there so long that he just understands the game better than LaMelo does. And LaMelo's going to get there. He's like 20.
1: Okay, well, what I'm saying is, like, his passing ability, his yes, passing, his, ability. his
0: pure passing, yeah. pure vision, all that stuff is top tier, and he he will continue to develop as a playmaker. I think if Lamelo can get to like 25 and eight, 24 and eight a game, and Bridges can be 22, eight and four, those that's your. I mean, you got your your star, and then like your supporting star, and. You know, I mean, the rest of the roster is solid. They just need to get some stoppers, bro. They can't guard a parked car. (laughs) I mean, just just stop the other team from scoring. Same thing with the Hawks, bro. The Hawks need some defense.
1: And if Kelly Oubre cannot be as uh, on and off. He was randomly, he was also randomly. That's
0: sort of what they live off of on that team.
1: Like Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre. Yeah, Gordon Hayward, all of them.
0: Yeah, Yeah. they're all like hit or miss. And like, if they're not hot, they're not going to win. And none of and them are great defenders. I mean, Terry kind of was, but like...
1: Their bench is not good. Like, it's like actually terrible.
0: No, but this, so, this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. This is my thing, right? And I know this might seem really simple, but if you look at the great teams in the league, yeah, I don't Memphis, want to be superstitious, but the Warriors, Memphis, Sons, the Warriors. Raptors, the Raptors are a great example of this. Yeah, yeah, Teams that know how to develop players and teams that have very smart front offices. The Celtics.
1: And you would yeah, Michael Jordan? ninth guy play. on
0: their roster. Aaron Neesmith. He's good. Watch him play. He's actually like a really good basketball player. I can get excited about the ninth guy on the, or the ninth guy on the Warriors. Or the 11th guy. Like, just, I, and the Grizzlies are a great example of this. I can't get excited about like the eighth guy on the Hornets, but I can get excited about the 10th guy on the Warriors.
1: Cody Martin?
0: It's just like, ugh, like, no, I don't <laughs> I don't Or want Isaiah to Thomas.
1: Hey, yeah, Isaiah Thomas.
0: But uh, he's like, if you need defense, you go to a five nine point guard who's like past his prime and can't yeah, defend. Yeah, no,
1: this team, this team, I don't think has a feature. They need
0: Pat Bev. Pat Bev to bev bev the Hornets. There. Pat yeah. Bev to the Hornets.
1: You, you need more like veteran guys on this team. This team is too young.
0: This really I became a, a Hornets, a Hornets fest episode, huh?
1: Yeah, we yeah. really
0: love the the Hornets here. I mean, yeah, get, get more good role players. Keep Harrell. He was pretty good for you but make him come off the bench, he's better doing that. And sign like Kyle Anderson, bro. They need some vets. Yeah. Yeah. The Grizzlies have a great balance like Stephen Adams, Kyle Anderson, Xavier Tillman. Well, Xavier Tillman's like 26 or something, but like we're talking about guys who just they're they're there. They're solid players and they're good locker room guys and like Adams a great locker room guy and they play their role and they're vets and they know the there's a reason in 2K the way the, the way that mentorships work. With like vets, you need to have like the older the player, the better the progression is of the younger guy because the more they've seen, the more they can teach you.
1: Yeah, that's look, true.
0: Lamelo has all the talent in the world, and I think he can make that jump. But if he doesn't make that jump, they're not gonna be they're not gonna be a higher than like a seven seed, and they're not they're beating like, the Bucks like, or the Celtics or the, also
1: other teams at the bottom. Right, like look at the Pacers. Right, they're gonna be so much better the, the next year, especially if they get a guy like Benedict Matherin, Right. They're going to be so good because they didn't even have Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner for like a lot of the season, right? TJ Warren was literally out these kind of years.
0: What? It's just like the conference is not going to be easy next year. And if the Hornets don't get much better or the Hawks don't get much better, it's just not going to happen for them. Trey Young is going to put up 29 and 10 every night. And unless you have other guys who can get stops – and like you got some other stuff offensively and defensively with Hawks, if you, like Hawks, Hornets teams like that. If you are yeah, a even big step up, even the
1: Pistons, Cade Cunningham could be, be take this huge second year leap, right? Everything yeah, he,
0: he, Cade could be like twenty three, eight and seven. I think I could see that. He could make a leap like that, yeah. Yeah. And you got the Calves, who by the way, when they're healthy, were like the six seed.
1: Yeah, and he's, Magic, he's Magic, kind I- window. You need Uh, to be so much better
0: to even get into the playoffs. And if you're getting into the playoffs, you're going to get smacked by one of those top three teams in the first round. Yeah. I do not want to be in the East, bro. The East
1: is legitimately looking scarier than the bottom of the West. I'm so serious. Mm -hmm. The bottom of the West is terrible.
0: Oh, the Blazers, bro. Shiver me timbers. The Kings! Ah! The Kings! (laughs) (laughs) Sackle, That's gonna do it for this episode of Bay Takes Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and uh, we will be back very soon. Uh download this. You know, follow yeah,
1: us. Hey, look at look at next next week. We're gonna have an amazing guest on the podcast. So stay tuned. Um, two weeks, two weeks,
0: two weeks, two weeks, weeks. June eleventh. Wait on it. Wait on tuned. it. Stay All tuned. Stay right. tuned. You're also gonna like this one. All right. All right. So, See you.